It's 9 o'clock in time once again for The Way of the Cross. Here's Alvin Loggins. Good morning, radio friends. What a joy and a privilege it is to come back to your place of listening with this gospel broadcast. This is a wonderful day, the blessed day of the Lord that the Lord has set aside for us to gather together in the unity of the Spirit and to be with one another, to hear the testimonies, the song song, the man of God bring forth the good word of God and to worship the day with the good Lord and through the Holy Spirit and see what the Lord will have for us today. I welcome you on this Lord's day that God has set aside for us to make a moment and a time of rest to let our mind be rested and drawn from the world and brought into his presence only today. I welcome you to the broadcast. I hope and pray today that the Lord will have something wonderful and special for each and every one of you out there today, especially for that lost soul, that God will save it by his wonderful grace today. The Lord's still in the saving business. That's why we're here today, to take and get the good news out that Jesus lived and died and rose again for sinners like me and like you. They need to be saved today. And uh, let's make it a good day, a good day in the Lord. By the help and grace of God, it'll be a wonderful time for us. And I welcome you. And I ask you prayers for this message today. Well, it's the Lord's day as I do from week to week. I encourage God's people to get up this morning and make their way to the Lord's house. There's nothing like the church. There's nothing like the house of God. I don't care what anybody says. You can go anywhere, do anything. But there's nothing will affect you more and bring you more joy and peace than being in the house of God. I remember after I got saved, I want to tell this and then I'll go on. But uh, I used to go to the church through the week. And I'd, just, I'd sit on the altar, and I'd sit on the bench, fool around with the piano. I could play a little bit. But uh, the church, I just fell in love with the church and uh, God's people. And uh, neighborhood happy, go to church today and make a difference in your life. The Lord's are waiting and his people's are waiting. Make it a good day today in the house of God. It's prayer time again on the broadcast as we do from week to week. We go to the Lord in prayer at this time. We understand that this pandemic is a breaking out again. I'm still just keeping my faith and trust in the Lord, wondering where he's leading me and which way he's going in this day and time. You say, preacher, you believe that? You better believe. I want the Lord to lead me every day. And I want to grab a hold of him and never let go. I want to stay with him. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to be with the one that controls it all, and that's the Lord Jesus. We need to pray for our country, pray for one another, pray for the churches and the men of God that is fighting a great battle today because of this pandemic. Many people are sick. 
many people have done gone out into eternity. I heard this week and I got a phone call about some people passing away. And Lord only knows how their heart breaks. But I got some joy this week. My granddaughter got saved by God's grace. She had to have her papa. And she got saved by her grace. My little two-year-old great-grandbaby, Samuel, up there in Chattanooga, Tennessee on the phone. That little boy, two-year-old, prayed for his granny up there in the emergency room. I had to take her to the emergency room. God done a wonderful thing for me through prayer this week. I honor him, I glorify him, and I bless his name. He still answers prayer. We covet your prayers today, and I got many burdens today. I'm sure that you have. You pray for my family, I pray for yours. Please pray for these men of God that's come on before us, those that will come on after us. Pray for Brother Mike in the station, and please pray for the broadcast. Pray, please, breathe our name before the Lord in this broadcast. Please pray for the broadcast. You join with us as we pray together and look to the Heavenly Father this day for the need of this iron moment. Dear Heavenly Father, I bless thy holy name for the wonderful privilege this day that I have as your people to call upon my Father, which art in heaven. Holy, holy, holy is your blessed name. I thank you again, dear Lord, for being able to call just upon your name. You made that possible for the day that you saved me. You never change your mind. You never will. Your ways is always right. Your thoughts is always right. You're always right, dear Lord. You're the mighty God. You're the everlasting Father. You're the Lord of glory. You're the Prince of Peace. You're my soon-coming King, the Lord of glory. Jesus, the exalted one, the Prince and the glory of heaven, will come to get us one of these days. I pray in the name of Jesus today, Lord, for the burdens of our heart and life. Thank you again for what you did in my family. I bless your holy name, dear Lord. I honor you and glorify you for what you've done for my family this week. Lord, I pray for every family out there. Lord, you know their needs, some mother, some dad, some child. Lord, someone in bad need, I pray for them today. Oh, mighty God of heaven, through your wonderful love and mercy and grace, visit that person and help them today. May you give, give the great love of God and the wonderful compassion that only God can give upon the hearts of these that is in great need. Please, dear Lord, help us now through the scripture, walk with us across the pages, bring forth thy Son in all of his glory. In Jesus' holy and blessed name, we do humbly pray, amen and amen. Now here's our song for the week, and we'll be right back to speak to you from the word of God. See? 
Isn't that wonderful? He looked beyond my fault and saw my need. Oh, thank God for a merciful God. Thank God for a real merciful God that can take a wrecked life and make something wonderful and take and change that person forever. That's what my Savior did at Calvary. For our scripture, Isaiah 58. And notice what the scripture says. Cry loud and spare not. Lift up thy voice like a trumpet. Show my people their transgression in the house of Jacob their sin. Say ye to seek me daily and delight to know my ways. As a nation that did righteous, forsaken not the ordinance of their God. They asked of me the ordinance of justice, and they delighted in approach to God. Wherefore have we fasted, saying, and thou seest not? Wherefore have we afflicted our soul, and thou takest the knowledge? Behold, in the day of your feast, of your finest pleasures, and exalt, exact, of all your labor, behold your fast and strive and debates to the smitten 
with the first of the wickedness. Ye shall not fast as ye do in those days to make your voices to be heard on high. It is such a feast that I have chosen a day for man to afflict the soul. It is to know and bow down his head at a, as a bulrush and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him. Will thou call him a, fe a feast, a fast, an acceptable day of the Lord? Is not this the fast that I have chosen to loose the bands of weakness and undo, undo the heavy burdens and to lift the oppressed to free and that ye break every yoke? Is it not the de to deal with the deal thy bread to the hungry? and that thou bringeth poor, the poor that are cast out to thy house, where thou hast seen the nakedness, that thou covereth him. And when thou shalt hide, hide not thyself from thy own flesh, then shall thy light break forth as the morning and thy help shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteousness shall go before thee. I want to talk today about uh, heavenly worship. I think it's a wonderful thing. Now, neighbor, God, lived, the Lord Jesus came here and lived and died for the church. The church is God's people. The house of God is a pointed place that was ordained by God. He talked about, he said, Forsaken not the assembling of ourselves together upon the first day of the week as a matter of Sunday. If it's a holy day and a day of rest. Here, as we look in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah, when he was a writing this under the leadership of the Holy Spirit, we looked at it as a post-exile prophet. Then we looked at it as a future prophecy. And then uh, we looked at it as a hopeful prophecy that uh, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 14 as I believe it says, if I can turn real quick, and I don't want to misquote it, I, I think I, I think I need to read it real quick before I get into the message. He said, "For unto us a child is born, a son is given; the government shall be upon his shoulders. Notice this: his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor." the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Out of, the, out of the, the mouth of Isaiah as the Holy Spirit moved upon the man of God and told him 
what was in the heart of God and what was to come. He had to remind him and had him to put down what the whole theme of this Bible was. For unto you a child is born, and us a son is given. How wonderful, great news for a people that is lost without God. Jesus said this, I love them with an everlasting love. First Peter 5 and 7, he said, Casting all your cares upon me, for I care for you. He said, My sheep hear my voice, and they follow me. I lay down my life for the sheep. And he said, uh, Though your sins be as scarlet, they'd be as wool. Though they'd be red like crimson, be white as snow. This is the promise of the Lord Jesus. Calvary was his destination. Through the prophecy of the whole scriptures leads us to one thing. That is the light and the love and our Lord, the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. In the title of the message today, as I tried to form this and work it to the will of the Holy Spirit and in the hands of God, be in comfort in worship. I don't know about you, but neighbor, I, I get so hungry and I, I get so, uh, I get so out of place. I, I, I want to uh, worship. Say how you worship. How do you worship? You can't worship without Jesus. You can't worship without the Holy Spirit. You can't worship without the Word of God. And you can't worship without the truth. Here is Isaiah was looking back on the nation of Israel before God sent them into that captivity. He was telling the prophets to cry loud and spare not. Lift up that voice like a trumpet and show my people their transgression and the house of Jacob their sins. That's the word of God. I wonder today if we could realize this and say, are we comfortable with our worship? Or should we say, is there a difference in the way we worship? I mean, uh, neighbor, comfort in our worship, or could we, could we realize and say this, are we comfortable with our worship? Neighbor, we go to the house of God to adore, to honor, and to glorify the one that lived and died and saved us by his grace. We're there to hear from heaven and God to overshadow us by the sweetness of God's Holy Spirit. The Bible said in 1 John, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. And the world was made by Him, and the world knew not. But He was the world, He was the Word, and He was made flesh. 
Now, if I'm looking at this right, I know I am through the Holy Spirit. This is Jesus. Cry loud, inspire not, lift up thy voice like a trumpet, and show my people their transgression in the house of Jacob their sin. One thing that will cut you off from the fellowship of the Lord Jesus and the peace of God, neighbor, is a sin in your life. God, listen. The Lord is a jealous God, and he is he's holy and pure. And uh, neighbor, there is repentance. If we'll confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The scripture today, and my time's running away, and it is so important today in the message. Notice what the scripture said. Ye that seek me daily and delight to know my ways as a nation that did righteous forsook not the ordinance of their God. They ask of me the ordinance of justice. They take up the light in approaching to their God. I can go into the house of God with joy in my heart and in my life when my life is right with God. I can walk in with this, this black book and this, this scripture of the Lord Jesus in my hand boldly, proudly, with honor and with glory and peace and joy to approach into the presence of God with the truth. What forth have you fasted and saying, They that are seek me not? Wherefore have they afflicted my soul, our soul? And thou takest no knowledge. Behold, the days of your fasting and your pleasures and your exiting all your labor, exercising all of your labor. Behold, you fast and strive. Debate to the smitten with the fast of your weakness, and ye shall not fast as ye have do in the days to make your voices to be heard on high. Neighbor, let me say this real carefully. Neighbor, I mean, I don't know about you, but I can only testify for the Lord is a, is a, is a, a safe sinner. I'm a, I was a lost, dead, wicked sinner. I was saved by God's wonderful grace. I can only testify what God has put in my heart. But uh, it talked about here in the scripture as Isaiah was pointing it out to the nation and to the world and to you and to me. They talked about people going into the strive and into much strain and stress to find a place that they can worship with peace with themselves. And he said he, the, he said it was a bunch of wickedness in the eyes of God. Behold, ye are fast for strife and debate and to smite with the fist of weakness Ye shall not fast and ye shall not do this day to make your voices to be heard on high. God ain't going to hear it. 
They're making a big noise across this country today. They're making light of the Lord. I, I see them make. I see them make light of the Bible in cartoons. I see them in their their television programs make light of the Word of God. The only thing that can save their soul from the pits of hell, they make light of. For the preaching of the cross is unto them that perish foolishly, but unto us which are saved. It is the power of God. Through the power of God, God's wonderful power, convicting power, through this Bible, this wonderful Word of God, we have the Word in verse 1, the works, verse 2, their ways, verse 3, the world, verse 5. It is such a face that I have chosen a day for a man to afflict his soul. It is to bow down his head as a bulrush and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him. Will thou call to fast and accept the day of the Lord? This is for the world. This is for you and for me. Real worship, neighbor, comes with a price. Neighbor, when he talked about getting down in sackcloth and ashes and humbling yourself, the Bible says, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, and he'll exhaust, he'll exalt you. I mean, neighbor, if you want to hear from a master today, from my heavenly father, you'll have to humble yourself. You'll have to break those stubborn chains of sin and bonds that's got you today and listen at the man of God, listen at the word of God, cry loud and spare not. Lift up thy voice like a trumpet and show my people their transgression and the house of Jacob their sins. Neighbor, this world, if the market really needs something today, they need to tell them where they're going and what they're doing. My time's nearly gone, and I've only got into the message real, real early. The world, and in his will, and in his worship. Real worship comes by being born into God's family. Real worship is a part of God that only God's people can really know. And they can really love him and care for him like they do. I wonder today... How does the Lord fit in your life today? Are you saved? Are you ready to meet the Lord, the holy God? Can you say, preacher, I'm ready. I want to get saved. I want to get born into God's family. The Lord is close as the words comes off your lips. My time's gone. My day is spent. May the Lord take and reach your heart. May you turn to him today. And get saved by his grace. In Jesus' holy and blessed name. Until next week. Amen. Amen.
97.5 Glory FM, your family radio station in North Georgia.